Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, a standalone Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast. Welcome! You've chose the right episode to start because you can listen to these episodes in any order you want. Today, we are joined by Simmond. Hi guys, I'm a level 10 druid, uh, Circle of the Forest, and um, I'm wearing hide armor, I have a staff, and I am now surrounded by an army of awakened trees. They are uh, little miniature willow trees so that they can walk around in inside buildings and stuff. Uh, army being how many, roughly? Four for now, but there's going to keep coming more. Very dope. Stella. Hello, everyone. So Stella is a level 10 sorcerer, Draconic Bloodline. She looks like a white and silver tiefling with white hair, silver um, horns, and... Uh, and tail, and now a pair of silver wings with um with white hair that's like thick with bangs and blue eyes, very light skin. But she's actually half elf and half silver dragon. She's currently wearing a snazzy outfit with um that is like a golden long sleeved crop top, golden mini skirt, golden fishnets, and golden um shoes, and a very fancy looking blue cape. Stunning, Balpator. And I'm Balpator Windrest, a level 10 uh, Oath of Glory Paladin. I wear scale mail that I bought on discount, and I have a silver wolf coat on my back that I got from self-defense. And I have blue icy cold eyes from my dad's side and tan skin from my mom's. Oh, and brown short hair. And I'm ready to go on an adventure to find glory. And glory we will find. Today is a fun day in Nicomoy. Just last year, the fire-breathing kittens themselves founded a new festival, Color Day, in which the people of the city throw bottles, uh, not bottles, <laughs> um, sachets of uh, powdered dyes and paints, adorning themselves in different colors to celebrate the vibrancy of life here in Nicomoy. This year, the fire-breathing kittens were officially put in charge of the festivities, so things have been busy around the guild hall. They've relied on the other adventuring guilds to help them out with some of their requests as they prepare for Color Day. Uh, though we currently join them, not during Color Day, but Color Night. The festivities of daytime are done, and now the nighttime festival starts. And since the kittens managed to pull the daytime period off without a hitch, you have time to go on patrol, which is little more than an excuse to go walk around and enjoy the festival that you yourselves have worked so hard to put on. Um, so, uh, where would you like to begin? Leaving the guild hall or already on patrol? Hmm. What are the, uh, options or main attractions during this time? Well... You would know that during the day, it's a uh, lot of throwing paint and parades in the street and things like that. Children are running around with water balloons, you know, staining everything. Of course, it's magically treated paint, so it doesn't all just turn brown after a while. Uh, the colors stay distinct and separate. Uh, but there is mono... Uh, different districts of the town have been renamed for the purposes of color day uh, to denote the different colors. Uh, there's monochromia, which is a portion of town that is all painted 
entire blocks one solid color. The people also dress all in one color. So it's very visually striking walking down the street and seeing just, you know, palette dots of different colors. Uh, the port has been turned into tie-dye bay, where the waters have been dyed to various colors and blend to create very interesting swirling pools. Uh, there's many food stalls and, uh, you know, like a boardwalk game, shooting galleries, throwing darts at balloons, things like that. Uh, pastel town for the children. You know, a safe place for the younger kids to go around and not be pelted by adults throwing packets of paint at each other. Uh, you know, it's a little more quiet and largely for families and kids. Uh, and then there's also the noir in which everything is striking black, white, and gray. So when you walk through being all in color, it's a bit uh, like that one movie I can't remember, where everything's in black and white, and then it turns in color. Listeners know. Oh, I know is what it, you're talking it, about. Not, Are we not saying it for uh, copyright reasons? No, or? I can't remember. Wizard of Oz? No, not Wizard of Oz. Um, oh, that, that works too. <laughs> it was the modern one where it was in like the 50s. I don't know. Um, I'll look it up later. Anyway, we'll it's it like that that's modern. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, those are the main attractions. You also know uh, there's small carnival rides and things like that scattered about, but it's mostly uh, food, drinks, and running around blasting each other with paint. Mm. Okay, actually, I changed my cloak color from blue to white with lots of colors on it because I, I made my, knowing that was going to happen, I made my cloak white. And now it just has a bunch of paint splotches on it. But my clothes underneath are still are still golden. Because it's a nice color palette. Um, well, I guess it would make sense if we all were all just like hanging out in the in the guild hall and then just leaving it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I could I could see I could see Stella being there. Uh, perfect. So you guys have you know changed out of sort of your regular adventure daytime if you would like to and you're you know putting on some stuff to actually enjoy the party in um and uh yeah so i'm just gonna roll for which district you patrol first uh tie-dye bay uh you know that's where you have to walk out to and basically you yeah. know they're like oh you have to go make you know help the guards out there but you know just walking around um so yeah uh is there uh well uh, can I get perception checks from all of you just as you're walking around and you see the sun is setting while you roll, uh, just hold your numbers. Um, the sun is setting, you know, uh, people are starting to come out in like fresh clothes so they can get, you know, painted again. But you see, it's like a lot more adults on the street. There's many stalls, you know, with big kegs of, you know, green beer, blue vodka just people are drinking all in you know clear containers just solid mixes of colors swirling together in various viscosities like thai tea um there are sort of fairy lights just floating through the streets you know between the banners erected from one side of the street to the other and uh especially right now there's a quiet beauty to it as seeing your town just like wow People really went wild here and, you know, still are as they are stumbling, not stumbling yet out of their houses. So what were those numbers? 
Ten. Well, I rolled an eight, but I have a passive perception of 14. Beautiful. Now, I rolled a 13, but I have an item called Eyes of Eagle. And uh, if I I get an advantage on rolls if perception based on eyes, and I rolled an 18, if it involves Yeah, eyes. this is definitely involving your Looking, eyes. So. Yes. Okay, I got 18. Yeah. And I rolled a whopping 10, and I believe my passive is 15. So, yeah, great roll for me. <laughs> cool. So... Uh, Stella and, uh, Simmond, you guys both are, you know, notice, um, like things are pretty peaceful. People are getting excited, but like, doesn't seem to be any trouble or anything like that. Um, as you get closer to tie-dye bay, uh, you notice like all of these food stalls, but also along like the walls of the street on the buildings, there's occasionally this it's very striking because it's gold and silver, which is not a paint color that a lot of people use. So it sticks out against like the basic, you know, primary sort of colors. Um, but you see it maybe like one every two blocks and there appears to be stuff ripped from. Uh, Balfator, you see, uh, it seems like, you, you know, with your eyes, especially the eagle eyes, uh, you do the hawk vision where you can read it from afar. Um, oh, nice. Uh, enjoy today. Enjoy the festivities. Enjoy life. And then you see next to it are a few statements with empty boxes, almost like if you were to check them off. Uh, drink deep from life's cup. Dance so everyone's watching. Foster flowers of community and prune wallflowers. Enjoy all the nourishment that this realm's bounty has to give. Did you just see this weird poster? Where is it at again? Just like on a wall from a distance? Yeah, like normally like where people will post up like bills for like uh, upcoming plays or a new restaurant opening. Someone has, you know, uh, glued this flyer. Like lightly, it looks like you could tear it away easily, but uh, to the wall. Well, I'll repeat um, whatever it said to... Uh... To Simon and Stella, guys, I see this really interesting Ooh. saying. Prune wallflowers, okay. they said? Yeah. That's kind of like wallflower-ist. Oh, by the way, what, what's your guys' favorite colors? Blue. I see cold blue. Ooh, well, that's, that's nice. And then Stella's going to like um, use shape water to like make a little blue icicle. The same color as ball bedwars um, eyes. Just like, like this. Ooh, nice. Um, how about, um, how about I, I have a decanter of endless water. I can gush out one gallon of water in the sky and then we, maybe we can make snow. Yeah. Uh, can you do that? Okay. Boom. One gallon of water <laughs> up high in the sky. It is Stella. <laughs> and I, um, Ooh, wait, what should I, what should I do? I, I'm going to like cast Ray of Frost a bunch of times. Like, like I'm just gonna like cast like sh um, shape water and ray of frost like combination of those to like cool the water and then to like shape it into snow and then it's just gonna be like little mm -hmm. sparkling blue stuff. Yeah, I'll you can say... also freeze it within shape water. Nice. It just takes two castings of the cantrip. Oh. Um, you use one to shape it into the snowflakes and another to freeze it. Okay, then I'll do that then. Uh huh. How do you know that? <laughs> shape water is actually incredibly powerful. You can use it like if you can, if you have time to cast multiple times, you can do just about anything with it. Oh, geez. 
I used it very heavily for my uh, Triton Bard last season. I remember (laughs) that it was very creative. So, uh, yeah, as you were, you know, uh, when Balbator is like, oh, can you make it snow? You're like, I, yeah, yeah, I could do that. Uh, And uh, you guys are walking along with just this snow trailing over you. And people are like, whoa, that's a look. (laughs) You're getting some looks. Uh, uh, Cool. I'm used to it. So I just kind of like flip my hair and just continue. Uh, and with that, you arrive at Tie-Dye Bay. Uh, there's a couple attractions here. There are large water cannons that allow you to spray different colors into the bay or at people. Uh, many, many food stalls, as well as uh, like people doing small acts. And as I said before, carnival games, all of which, uh, you know, varying degrees of small prizes. I am very competitive and I love games. So that's what I would lean to. But I'm just kind of eyeing uh, Simon and Stella like, yeah, you guys want to go there? <laughs> that sounds like fun. How about you, Simon? You're like a little kid. Yeah, I'm down for that. <laughs> Yay. Uh, All righty. So uh, the, uh, are you doing the shooting gallery? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Would anyone else like to play with Balfator, or uh, are you going it alone against three random strangers? Uh, I'd I'd play play Balfator. I'll sit back and watch this one. Cool. Oh, come on, Simmon. Come on. (laughs) Shooting isn't Simmon's style. Okay. Uh, Cool. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Balfator and Stella take, you know, seats on small stools. There's uh, little rudimentary pellet guns that are, like, affixed so they can only point forward. Um, but, you know, it has, like, a chain enough to, like, be able to angle it. Um, and then two strangers sit down. One of them is a human lady and a, a old dwarven man. So uh, you're going to uh, make a ranged attack. Uh, so that's going to be your dex, proficiency. And... Uh, Simple highest wins. Oh, that's gonna be a thirteen for me. Nineteen. Ooh, Balvador, you do win. You see, the human lady is right yes. hot behind you with the seventeen. Oh no! So as you boom, claim your victory and knock out the last little like target, uh, a little scatter of glitter comes down from the top, uh, and you win. Uh, so would you like the oversized cowboy hat or the giant raccoon? I want the giant raccoon. Cool. So you get an easily like halfling sized raccoon, uh, that is wearing a mask like over its raccoon face. So it looks like a little bandit and, uh, it's very soft and nice. Nice. I'm a, I'm only like four feet nine. So it probably like towers right on top of me. (laughs) (laughs) And it's probably like, uh, it's, it's probably like half of my height because i'm six feet tall oh speaking of halflings by the way i've, I've actually got a halfling friend with me um <laughs> lenny <laughs> dm would you like to describe this npc or should i describe them him uh go ahead and do the honors okay so um with me i have um lenny Brandybook. he is a um halfling with um he's like has like brown hair pot belly um he's like average height for a halfling which is three foot one and he has like hazel eyes and he's usually like trailing behind Stella 
and sometimes like hands her a drink every now and then and she's just like nice Lenny can't wait to try this one and then she tries it and like either spits it out because it's gross or it's just like oh it's not bad or it's just like this is the best drink ever you guys want some <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh cool so lenny is just running to different stalls and coming back and just like uh eh, corn dog mess like you know, and, and i just uh, i just like toss him like a gold piece every now and then <laughs> just like here here man do whatever you want enjoy yourself this is a carnival just make sure you can like make sure you're within my sight okay uh absolutely miss got your back great that's that's by lenny uh go ahead quick question um is the giant raccoon alive, or is it a stuffed raccoon? If you win two more times, uh, it will be a, like, oh, I'm a cuddly raccoon. What? Oh, that's tempting. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a simple question, Balpator. Would you like to goof off and stop patrolling and potentially win a cool talking raccoon? Not talking, but actually, maybe I'll talk. We'll roll for it. <laughs> oh. Yes, okay. please. All right, I'm gonna go again. Oh, if if that's all right with everybody, I look at Sim and uh, go for it. Yeah, go for it. I'll, I'll play again just because okay. I like shooting. It's fun. Uh, cool. You see a small crowd starts <laughs> to form as the human woman is like doesn't even get up and it was like, oh, we're going again. <laughs> You're on. Uh, cool. <laughs> uh, you know the drill, guys. Oh, and a new person sits down. Oof. All right, I got a twelve this time. Uh, I also got a 12. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is it is it a plus four proficiency? Yeah, it's plus four. Yeah. 12 as well. Uh, cool. So the uh, person at the far end, this new one who came and sat down, will say it's a uh, devilkin in their uh, late teens. Uh, sits down and just absolutely wallops with an 18. Ooh, looks like we've got a sharpshooter here. Yeah, you <laughs> see people are kind of starting to come up as well. Um, the human lady again does not stand up and is like, "Okay, I, this is ridiculous. I'm much better at this normally." Uh, would you guys like to keep playing? <laughs> is is there like a way I can give Belpatory the health action? Um, uh, I will allow it if you can describe to me how you can help Belpatory without visually cheating. Okay, without visually cheating. Like it's hard to be able to, you know, you can't just shoot yeah, his targets. Exactly. Um. Well, but so I'm carrying is this it, is it like oversized everyone, raccoon. Is, is everyone like shooting at the same time, or is it like staggered kind of shooting? Yes, it's that style where there is a uh, conveyor belt where the targets are with like three rows. Um, so like one will get shot, go down for a while, pop back up, and then they have some sort of magic spell to keep track of who's hitting how many targets. Okay. Um. Does that new person keep on playing? Uh, yeah, you okay. you can see like they're they're they want that talking raccoon. I'm, so I'm they going wanna... to like fake a misfire and pretend that I like and then and then hit someone else's target by accident. <laughs> um, like so, is that deception? <laughs> Should um, I do the deception check. <laughs> well, no, because technically you're just trying to give the help action. Yeah. So if you can describe it, like I'll allow it, because you really are just kind of bumping the person next to you. Um. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I guess I would like, uh, I, I would, I would, I would sneeze. I would just be like, oh God, I have to sneeze. Some that glitter just went in my, and then, and then I would just sneeze and like, I don't know, b bump the next person and kind of like shoot their target by accident. 
Perfect. So, uh, Balvador, roll with advantage, and then don't go like feel uh, you don't you don't have to roll Stella because okay. you're using your turn for. Oh wow! So like my first roll was a one, but since I got advantage, it was a two. <laughs> I also got startled. Simmons will also lean over and whisper, "You can do it." He's gonna give you a, a, a plus one d four. I don't know if it's oh, going to do okay. much this turn, but... So two plus... Two plus two is four. We can do that as much as we need to. Okay. So, so you miraculously four. do come in second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... I rolled a three. Oh, wow. Stella didn't go. Um, and then the other person rolled a nine. So, like, it was a pretty lame game. Um <laughs> And people are having a big laugh, and uh, you see Lenny's, like, standing next to you. He has one of those silver and gold flyers, and uh, goes, whoa! And he flips it around and uh, shows you, Stella, that uh, a little check mark has appeared to dance so everyone's watching. And you, like, you know, kind of look around at this crowd of people watching Balpator, and everybody sort of, like, sneeze and fumble and, like, <laughs> mess up at this shooting gallery game. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna do something else next. In in front of my like um thing, I'm going to I, I'm gonna like, hey Bellator, could could you like could you get me some water, bro? Like, could you sauce me some water? I, I want to just make something real quick. You want a gallon, or do you want me to go buy you one? Um, no, just just a gallon's fine. Okay, I grab my I grab my decanter of endless water. Here you go. I start pouring. I'm I'm going to like um I'm gonna cast shape water and like make something like um a little raccoon like appear well more like a raccoon that's maybe like a foot tall and like kind of like throw it and I'm gonna try to hit that <laughs> as another distraction but also just as entertainment. <laughs> uh, cool. So okay. uh, Balbator, go one more time. If uh, if you can't clench a victory, I think it's gonna go to that newcomer on the far right. All right, here we go. Add add one d four. Remember? Mm -hmm. Oh yes, that's right. First roll is fourteen. Second, second was a, a six. So fourteen plus three, seventeen. You smoke it. Mm. All right. Yes. One more. Let's let's do quick. Let's see if you can get this raccoon. It's going to somebody. All right. <laughs> Dexterity <laughs> paladin all the way. Um, I'm gonna invite Lenny to play. I'm just gonna say, hey, Lenny, you wanna, wanna take a shot? Oh, yeah, sure. He'll sit down and go this round. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll play as well. Do I still get advantage, or no? Uh, does Stella have a plan? For the second one. I mean, I, I was thinking that it's just like, um, it's gonna be just like, Lenny, me, Ball, Pitcher, and, and the other person. So it's kind of like I'm knocking out one more person in the competition. That's kind of what I'm doing. Um, but I'm cool. gonna like... I'm gonna just purposefully miss my target, like not miss it, miss it, but still like just like not really try. Cool. You know. So what'd you I get, Balbator? So I got well with advantage. I got twelve. Without without it, I got two. <laughs> well, Stella <laughs> is still helping you, so uh, you are okay. Then I got a twelve. Yeah, you're good. Uh, Lenny rolled a one, and the other person <laughs> got a six. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, you see the, like, beleaguered carnival worker behind the counter, 
who is just absolutely head to toe caked in paint, uh, touches a magic wand to it, and the guy goes, Oh, I'm a little raccoon. I want to steal your trash. <laughs> oh, okay. He's so adorable. Uh, cool. Yeah, so it has all of the stats of a stuffed animal. So, you know, do not use it in combat. <laughs> Gonna high five Balthator okay. and say, Hey, nice, nicely done, Balthator. Thanks, Stella. Can he use it to provide cover? Uh... What, yeah, as a one-time use item, yes. I'll call the raccoon Rocky. Rocky Wonderful. Raccoon. Rocky, welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens. <laughs> uh, cool. So, uh, yeah, you got your raccoon. There's that bit of glowing paper. Uh, and you also have your patrols. Simon, you said mm -hmm. that shooting wasn't really your style. Is there another kind of game you want to try? Well, what else is there around here? So you see some very similar... Uh, carnival games, uh, throwing darts at balloons, uh, like tossing balls into cups, uh, goldfish catching, things like that. Uh, Do they have the big uh, hammer on the pedestal game with the tower and the thing goes up and rings the bell? Yes, they 100% do. Mm, that one. And they specifically have an even bigger one for like orcs and like larger races okay so uh which one would you like to go to i mean i guess we'll do the big one i i guess they don't need the competitive edge you know <laughs> uh cool so you see there's a much bigger crowd around this one there's a bunch of people you know drinking different cocktails or juices like chatting like oh man he's gonna smash this one and uh nobody's rung the bell yet so uh it's going to be like a simple like uh, strength check. So go ahead and just add your strength. Uh, and it's uh, the number is relative to how high it goes. So if you break 20, you ring the bell. Gotcha. Okay. What are the prizes? Uh, for this one, uh, there are more uh, like merch type stuff. So you could win... Like a beer drink helmet or like a Nicomoy City jersey. Uh, there's t-shirts that were like, I went to, uh, hold on one second. Uh, I went to Colorfest and all I got was this t-shirt and covered in paint. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> also stuff that looks like uh, ornamental item, like weapons, like fancy replica axes and things like that. Nothing that could probably be too combat effective. All right. Well, I rolled a 16, and then that's a plus two, so 18. Cool. Oh, can I give myself guidance? Yes, you can. <gasps> yeah, I can. So 18 plus four is 22. Boom. So you go up, knock it out of the park. Uh, you can pick any prize you want. Uh, the best one is probably the big squeaky hammer. You know, no, I'm still probably going to go with the beer drinking helmet. Awesome. So, uh, you get a cool, it's like a functional replica, like, you know, knight's helmet, but with mm -hmm. two big beer holders on the side. Perfect. Perfect. And, uh, it's, it does have the little full of healing potions. Yeah. It, oh, that's so cool. Um, it does have adjustable sides. So various size doesn't have to be a standard beer can sized thing. Perfect. You could big gulp it if you want. Uh-huh. Uh, -huh. uh what about you, Balpator? Do you want to try to ring the bell? Oh, you bet. 
and my arms are kind of scrawny, but I go up anyway. <laughs> Anyone laughing at me? <laughs> uh, not yet. Simmond, before you okay. before you do this, is just going to uh, inspect the machine. Is there a, a little plastic pipe coming out the back end of it? Mm, I do not know enough about carnival games to say. There is. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go with yes. <laughs> yes, there is. All right. Um, yeah, Balpator, go ahead. Go right ahead. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Um, I think I have a... Okay, I'm actually going to activate my channel <laughs> divinity for this. I'm going to activate Peerless Athlete. I basically get advantage on uh, strength checks, so athletics. Does that work? The, uh, yeah, you're good. Okay. <sighs> and then I roll. Okay, first roll was a seven. Second, oh, what's a nine? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Nine. <laughs> As Balpator swings the hammer... Simon just casually steps on that little plastic tube coming out the back. Uh, and w what would happen? Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Well, you see, whenever the people running the carnival um, want to demonstrate a perfect score, they step on that little tube. It provides the pneumatic pressure inside the machine. Ah. Mm. Then, yes, Balfator, you swing with all your might. You're like, oh, I don't know if that, that's going to do. And then, whooping, the Barker <laughs> gives uh, Simmond a little, like, knowing nod and goes, two bells in a row. We got a bunch of winners here. I just uh, shout to the crowd, for glory. <laughs> I'm like pointing at all the Goliaths there and giants or whatever, who, whoever's participating. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyone holding the paper sees like, there's only a place for one check mark, but it like check marks again. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Huh. All right. So winning the games counts. What else was on this paper? Drink D from life's cup. Uh, yep. Help community grow and prune wallflowers and nourish yourself from all the bounty of the realm has to offer. I think I botched that last one, but you get the idea. Okay, so I think we need to find something to drink, find something to eat, and give back in some way. Yeah, I mean, the first two sound, hmm. um, sound simple enough. Uh, yeah, there were some like colorful drinks here. I mean, I kind of feel, I wonder what happens if like, if, if you drink all the colors of the rainbow, is it, you get, can you get like, they have, they have a rainbow drink or something? But if not, then it's just golden one is fine. <laughs> uh, you see Lenny is like, I'm on it, miss. And it takes him like a minute or two, but he comes back with like a two foot tall, the, like the, the long skinny, like uh, Las Vegas cups. That is a full rainbow <laughs> gradient of different liquid liquids. And a very long straw that has like a little nozzle so you can drink from different levels. Ooh, this looks cool. Do you guys want one? Absolutely. Sure. Buddy, uh, I'll say with your passive perception, uh, like he's like, all right, on it, two more, and runs back to where he just came from. <laughs> Buddy's great. I mean, this, this uh, is better than casino hell, so... That's good. Yeah, so everybody does uh, drink alcohol, correct? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yes. Cool. 
You don't need to show her ID or anything, do you? <laughs> no. No, Lenny's buying them for you either way. Okay. Um, so by the time you reach uh, the Biv part of Roy G. Biv, you guys are uh, inebriated. <laughs> so we're just going to do a simple minus one to Dex, plus one to Charisma. Hey, awesome. And I don't believe I'm affected. Yes, I'll allow it. And yeah, druids have that ability. We are immune to uh, poisons and that, anything, anything like that. Yeah, so uh, you suffer no ill effects, but you still get a nice buzz going. Okay, yes. And I think we need some drunk food now. What does this place have? Uh, yeah, once you're inebriated, uh, you see a, a check mark drink deep from life's cup. Ooh. I feel like we have funnel cakes here. <gasps> oh, yeah, there's uh, funnel cakes. There's also uh, grilled rainbow corn, you know, the kind where the, all the kernels are different colors. Uh, they have it with, like, in soy or butter or lote style, but these glistening rainbow corn. The uh, local fishmongers and fishermen uh, have put out all of these various fish, uh, providing fresh sushi, like, all of these beautiful, rich, vibrant colors of the fish meat. Uh, different, like, rice dishes that they're serving kind of, like, in a cone, uh, with, like, sticky rice of different flavors. Uh, you know, of course, colors and, uh, you know, various street meats with, uh, different, usually mayo based, but dyed, you know, blue to green to yellowed sauces that you can, you know, apply yourself at any of the various cards. And of course, funnel sure. cake. um, I'm going to go for the colorful corn. Did they have any, uh, like barbecue fish? Oh, absolutely. I take one. Uh, what does it smell like? Uh, like the rich bloom of the ocean without any of that like fishiness mm. like the light scent of charcoal and uh you know the like a, a thin glaze of like is that like a cherry based sauce but it, it tingles the nose i'll take a big giant bite off that and uh give the rest to uh, rocky oh uh i don't eat i'm a, i'm a raccoon i'll steal your trash though i love that trash I give him the shish kebab stick. <laughs> oh, and you see, he just waits for you to stop looking, and then he throws it in the trash can. Good, Rocky. I'm also going to get the colorful um, rainbow corn, because, like, that's something that I don't see every day. Um, yeah. Uh, dope. So, you know, you guys eat, you get, like, kind of full, you're, like, drunky munchy, and you're, like, you know, you're, like, hmm, it, it didn't quite set it off, and you see your buzz is starting to fade a little bit. Hmm. They have any golden drinks? <laughs> I'm gonna get a golden drink. Yeah, there's a uh, honeyed mead that is like a bright glowing gold. Like, you know, they had oh, to yeah. use magic at st- some stage, but it's like drinking sunlight. Definitely what I want to get oh, then. Wow. I want to drink some sunlight. Cool. So you get drunk and you're staring and there's just all this food around. Um, would anyone like to make <laughs> perception checks or are you guys just going to keep munching or... Would you like to move on? I'll make a perception check, sure. Cool. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'll make one too, just for the hell of it. Do I get disadvantage or anything? Mm, no. Okay. I don't believe so. Oh. <laughs> I got a nat 20, so that's a 25. Nice. <laughs> wow. Or I'm using my passive perception, 14. 10. Uh, cool. So yeah, you guys don't see anything out of the ordinary. You do see, like... um like these grilled meatballs 
that you're like, ooh, those look pretty good. Um, but yeah, you mostly just notice all of this, like, good food still out there that you haven't tried. Um, Stella, you notice a very stressed out praying mantis person dressed in Eastern Orthodox priest robes with a small satchel in his arm, like, rushing down the street. Hmm. I see. So Stella, who is very perceptive when drunk, apparently, she sees someone who is in need of some fun having, and she says, Hey, yo, what's up? You look like you could use some fun. Um, how's it hanging? Uh, cool. Give me just a persuasion check. Persuasion check. Uh, and I have a plus one to that because of uh, drunkenness. Yes. Uh, let me see. What's my persuasion? I believe it's a plus nine. Thirteen plus 23. Whoa. Hi, Roland. So, he looks at you and goes, comes up to you. Is is your last name perhaps Argentine? Yeah. What, do you, like, know me or something? <gasps> Have you seen one of my no. posters? I, I, I'm, you just, you look like your brother. Uh, I have the frog. Please get what? it. I have the frog. Get it to him. I have to go. They're after me. They could be here at any moment. Frog? And he hands you this satchel and then just uh, attempts to dart away. You know, you could intercept or make some sort of check, but uh, he, he hands you the satchel and, and is attempting to leave. Uh, hmm. I am going to, I, uh, hmm. I mean, he seems like in a rush to, to leave. I mean, you know, when, like when, you, when you're drunk and you're just pretty slow, I'm just going to like look over my shoulder and see if I could find anyone chasing him. I'll let him leave for now. All right, well, you are good at perception when you're drunk, so give me one more perception. That's yet to be seen, because I, I rolled a two now, so that's a seven. <laughs> no, you're like, this. That, that That bug was crazy. It's like, what? Someone following? Uh, by this no. time, like, if, if I look back, uh, can I still see him? Like, fa- faintly, but he's like a distance away, and there's throngs of people in the street, you know, uh, separating you and him, so it would be, you know... Like, trying to chase someone down on a New York street. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just take this frog that he gave me, and I'll just, like, try to hide it under my, like, cape, essentially, because I, I have this I have this long cloak. Wait, it's, it's nighttime, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, then I'm, I'm not wearing it, like, all over my body, but it's still, like, I'm wearing it like a cape, kind of. Like, it's just behind me. Um, yeah, but I, I still, like, kind of throw it over one shoulder and carry the satchel and head back to the group. Cool. So it's about a like um, softball-sized blue frog with like light white like coloring to it. And it's looking at you with the big frog eyes, ribbit. Okay, I'm I'm going to go back to the the group and I'm gonna ask them. Hey, I just got handed a. F- I, I'm just like, I'm gonna actually lower my voice a bit because like who knows? I said there was someone after him and I said, hey, I I got I got this frog. You guys know what it is? Is it a special frog? Is it just a frog? And ask the rest of we can game. talk to it. So, uh, let me see here. Yeah, I'm going to cast Speak with Animals. Uh, perfect. Uh, go ahead and converse with the frog. You feel the frog. Hello. Who are you? Uh, uh, you can just call me Blue. Uh, do you know what we're supposed to do with you? I, I have no idea. Do you know why you were in that bag? Uh, well, I was in an uh, inside place for a while in a cage, and then somebody came, and then I went with him, and then he jammed an egg in my mouth, 
and now I'm here. What kind of egg? Well, I don't know. Was it, was it tasty? I mean, I, I didn't. So I didn't like eat it. I just swallowed it. Okay. Was it a real egg or was it like a metal egg? Mm, not, not it, it, it. I could have eaten it, eaten it, but its hand was in my mouth. Huh. But you already swallowed the egg. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's in here. Okay. Uh, could you spit it up? Mm, no, but you you could reach in. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna reach in. Cool. So you put your arm into this frog's mouth, and it's reminiscent of a bag of holding, where you're like, oh, like my hand is reaching in farther than the frog is big, and then you feel like a sort of like you know like a larger than a normal egg, but smaller than an ostrich egg, uh, sized egg, and you pull it out, and it appears to be painted almost like an Easter egg. All right. So they shove this in your mouth, mm -hmm. and then somebody's put you in a bag, and they left the place. Yeah, and I, I, I was, I was in the dark until, until, until now. Well, before now, but you know which now I'm talking about. Okay. And did you hear anything about you know any names or where you might be supposed to go? Mm, no. Well, I heard a lot of yelling and like, no, no, stop, and then like. It felt like I started like getting jostled a lot. Yeah, we're used to that. Okay, I, I communicate this all to my team and ask uh, anything else you guys want to know. Hey, uh, hey, Simon, can you ask him if he saw someone who looks like me, but with um, but with wings and smaller horns, like with with big wings? I have small wings, but like wings that you can fly with. I ask him. No, J just the bug, just the really big bug. Uh, I've never seen a bug that big. I wanted to eat him, but he was bigger than my mouth. And I can I can eat a lot of I can swallow a lot of stuff. Hmm. Alright. Well, um are you gonna stay with us if we if we take you along? What is your access to bugs? Pretty good actually. I have a vial of bugs. I can do this. I'm I'm amenable to this. Alright. Yeah. If you get hungry, let me know. I got some bugs for you. I would like a bug. Uh Simmon pulls out a large juicy centipede. Uh yeah, Blue's just loving it. Mm -hmm. All right, I put Blue up on my shoulder Cute. and say, uh, uh, Stella, shall we find your brother then? Uh, yeah. I mean, if he's here. I mean, it makes sense for him to be here. I thought he was working, but apparently not. I don't know. Yeah. Do you guys recognize this egg at all? Uh, I'm going to look at it. I will allow nature or perception and keep, keep in mind what check you choose will dictate what information you receive. Perception, Let's... because my nature is terrible. I'm going to do a nature. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not that my role is much better for perception. I got a 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do perception. I got a 10, too. Uh, 15 for nature. Cool egg for Balpator and Stella. It's uh, very elaborate. And you can tell you on the 10 perception, like, this is natural. Like, this isn't painted on the egg. Uh, Simon, on the other hand, this is unnatural. You don't know what it is, but it's not from this realm. Okay, so an organic egg, not painted, it's naturally colored, um, but not natural to our realm. So this is probably some kind of mythical creature egg. Yes, you've discovered some sort of mythical creature Easter egg, as it were. <laughs> what color is it again? Uh, it looks like it's like a soft blue, like a, a, a Balpator eyes blue. Mm -hmm. Um, but with other sort of pastel yellows and pinks and indigos, hmm. um, on it and sort of like a, 
I, I called it an Easter egg because there are like layers to it and almost like patterns, mm. but the patterns do seem organic, you know, not like reproduced. Okay. Well, I mean, the Mantis guy wanted this to go to my brother, so I guess let's try to find my brother. Maybe he knows what this is. Okay. Great idea. But before we go, can I, um, can I taste the egg? Just like lick the shell? Maybe we might figure something out. I mean, yes, of course you're allowed to lick the egg. Let's get an insight check. I hold it up. Six. Why am I licking this egg? (laughs) As your tongue touches the egg, you're like, this was a silly thing to do. Uh, No greater uh, info is gained, but it doesn't taste uh, paint or metallic, so the other stuff is confirmed. Like, this is an organic egg. And... I guess it tastes l- slightly better than licking a regular egg. Hmm. So it's not fresh. Y- yeah. Oh, yes. No, it is not gooey. This is a, like, you know, um, aside from having come out of the frog, it's remarkably, like, not gooey. Um, but it does seem, like, old, like, almost a little dry. I see what you're going for now. Okay. And I'm like, okay. Let's go. Um, <laughs> cool. Do you guys want to grab any more food before you leave? You know, you're full, but you're not quite stuffed. Hmm. Yeah, I'm focused. I'm more curious about the egg now. Yeah, me too. As focused as a drunk person can be. Although, what time of day is it? It's about, I will say sunset was at 6, so it's about 7.30. All right, so it's, it's, it's the sun's going down. What kind of temperature are we having right now? You guys are near the bay, so there's a cool breeze coming in, but it is a warm night. You know, you think like... I should be fine till about 11 or 12, and then maybe I'd want a coat. But here it's a little cooler because of the breeze. Gotcha. Is there some kind of, like, central area that, like, people would typically gather? Uh, Monochromia, like that area, is um, built closer towards the city center, uh, Mm -hmm. where it's easier for, like, more people to be in a central location. So they've erected, like, small stages, and there's just more, like, stuff going on there. Anything right here, though? Like, any... Oh, Like, I'm looking area. for, like, a circle of rocks or something. Um, let's Someone where someone might light a fire and maybe dance in circles around the festival. Yeah, we'll say out on the beach, there are definitely fire pits. Ah, perfect. I'm going to approach a fire pit and cast uh, Create Bonfire to create a magical bonfire that will last through the night. And I'm going to look around for anyone who seems to not be enjoying themselves. Okay, I'm just going to roll a luck check. I'll take a four on a d4. That's pretty good. Uh, So you do see one uh, girl is sad girl crying on a beach in a party dress. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to approach her and say, hey, little girl, what's wrong? I don't really want to talk to a man right now. Oh. Yo, Stella. Huh? She, she kind of, like, looks... Um, she kind of, like, um... Looks, uh... Looks around and says, Oh! Oh, yeah! Yeah, that was me, like, 40 years ago or last night. <laughs> so you know how it is, right? Like, I wore the dress he wanted. I picked him up. I paid for dinner. But then, oh like... God. Somebody throws paint on him and like, you know, then I'm, I'm chop liver and he's like, oh, what's up? And so I, ju- I, I got out of there. I'm like, I'm just like not feeling it, you know? Whoa. 
a oh my god what a dirt bag like um girl I, I feel you 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 need a drink and i'm going to i'm gonna say hey lenny can you get us some can you get us one of those rainbow drinks yep third time does uh, before i leave <laughs> does anyone else want one water okay rainbow drink it a water oh, wait yeah 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 cool so he runs off he'll come back with a couple rainbow drinks and a small water skin of water he tosses to balpator um she is going way too hard at it immediately <laughs> is through roy in a few minutes yeah and uh yeah I'll, I'll wait for her to like um finish sipping and i'm gonna say so like who's this guy what does he look like let's let's get him back you know let's let's like um give him a taste of his own medicine yeah let, let me clean you up a bit and I'm going to cast prestidigitation and um, use also prestidigitation. Like, it has that property where you can color something for an hour. Um, like, I'm going to color three feet of her clothing using prestidigitation. Make them a bit brighter, a bit nicer. Cool. She's stoked. And she looks at Simon and goes like, I'm sorry. I'm just, like, in a mood. That was rude of me. Like, if you're friends with this nice lady. Um, my name's Megan. Megan? Oh, hey, Megan. Nice to meet you. I'm well, Stella. And this is Simmond. And that's Belpator. And we went ahead and made a fire. We're going to maybe get a little dance going on if you're interested. I love dancing. Yeah. Uh, Simmons starts dancing around the fire. Somebody knows how to play an instrument around here, I'm sure. Uh, oh, I'm actually uh, proficient in playing a flute. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Drop me a beat. So. Uh, all right. Uh, I make a flute with my hands and I start playing. Uh, give me a performance. <laughs> I can't, but uh, okay. Um, ooh, natural ooh, twenty it plus is five. Smoking for like the third time now. Uh, you get a check mark on dance, so everyone's watching <laughs> as like a crowd starts forming, uh, and then <laughs> click the one about pruning wallflowers as Megan is like immediately talking to some like nice people and like she's telling the story again to them and they're like oh my god what a dirt bag and she's like that's what Stella said <laughs> two for one score <laughs> alright well mission successful I'm also gonna dance like everyone's watching mm -hmm. uh, cool so yeah you guys can burn as long as you like here just like having fun partying down I, I probably forgot all about the frog and and about my brother <laughs> i did not <laughs> dad is still here <laughs> i'm focused on the music <laughs> balvator is too busy like doing that beatbox with a flute <laughs> uh cool so um oh, once that you know wraps up basically they're gonna like hey we were gonna go get a drink um down in the noir and megan's like guys like did you want to come or i think i'm gonna go with like them like are you cool thank you so much for cheering me up yeah of course. no problem girl anytime uh cool so the beach party leaves with uh megan did we check off all the boxes did anything happen nice uh the only one that you don't yeah. have uh oh wait no that was the last one you guys got drunk you ate a bunch of food you made yourself the center of attention, and by making sure that everybody uh, is enjoying, you know, the party, uh, you flip over the paper as you see like a soft glow, and a map hmm. has arrived. 
with uh, at the top it says la petite V, like uh, the French word, not the letter. La petite what? V. V. Ah. Hmm. Okay. So, looks like a treasure map. <laughs> so, do we find your brother first, or do we follow the map? Oh, my brother! Right, we were supposed to something about my brother. Um. Here, let's see. Do I do I see him? I, I'm gonna like scan the area and scan the skies as well, because I know he likes to fly around, um, show off his wings, stuff like that. So I'm gonna try to see if I can see my brother from where I am. Do you have his message stone number? Right, I recently got one of those of my own. Oh my god, I just I just realized. Well, of course, he's my brother. Um, and yeah, I'm actually gonna do that. I'm gonna try to <laughs> sending stone him. Uh, cool. So you sending stone him. And you hear he, like, is sort of out of breath. You hear, like, the clap of, uh, like, his feet hitting cobblestone and the sounds of a crowd. And he's like, uh, Stella, so- sorry, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm busy right now. I'm, I'm, I'm at work. And then you hear, uh, like, the sound of a cantrip going off. I say, yo, I got something for you. Someone wanted to give you something, but I'm not supposed to say, I don't know if I'm supposed to say what it is, but I need to find you. So, what? Are you, are you drunk? Uh, no. <laughs> Look, uh, what is it? I, do, I don't have time. Ow, ah! You hear another can, can trip and a yelp um, of pain. I'm going to, like, uh, I'm going to just, like, whisper, frog! It's a frog! Stella, you need to... Boom! You hear, like, the sound of, like, uh, a firm impact, and then... Like the sound of a sending stone skittering across the ground. I don't think he's in do you trouble, know where he but works? he's usually, like, really good at fighting. Uh, do, do I hear anything else from the Sending Stone? Uh, make a perception check. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Ooh, okay, that, that's a good one. Um, 21. Ooh. You hear, like, whap. All right. You're coming with us. We need, or, like, we're gonna get this egg one way or another. And then, like, the sound of feet scraping across concrete. Hmm. Yeah, it looks like some people want... And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like... I'm gonna kind of, like, mute the the um, the sending stone, kind of. Like, I'm gonna, like... Yeah, I'm gonna mute it from my end. I'm just gonna cover it, and I'm gonna say... Yeah, I think I think he's in some kind of trouble. Apparently some other people want, want it. He didn't tell me what to do, but there's cobblestones? Uh... Yeah, Stella's kind of like, she, she she was very drunk and she was kind of enjoying it, but now she's like, the hell is going on here? Yeah. She she, she changed moods, like, immediately. Mm. Uh, anybody can roll a history check for just, like, thinking about Nicomoy and places where, like, there's a lot of cobblestones. Uh, feel free to do this at advantage, because you live here. Okay. That's going to be a 15 for me. 19 for me. I got another natural 20. Ooh, Palpatore. You're like cobblestones, uh, what is currently called the noir. You're like, it's got to be that. There's cobblestones everywhere there. All right, guys. Uh, last time I remember, cobblestones are in noir. Maybe we should head there. Yeah, like, let's go. But, like, I'm kind of... He's he's a lot stronger than I am. So whatever that... Whatever, like... Oh, well, yeah, let's, let's, let's go there. Just be on your guard. It might be really, really dangerous. Have no fear, Stella. Zing! I pull out my sword and shield. We'll go rescue your brother. I thought I'd have to do this. Dope. 
with Palpatore's gleaming sword guiding the way, you guys run off to the Noir District. Give me investigation checks. Or if anyone has any specific action they'd like to take to track down Sterling, feel free. Can I use, like, insight? Because, like, he's my brother and I feel like I'd have an idea of where he is, especially because he's my twin. Could I try to use insight? Yeah, but I'm going to raise the DC to enable, like, twin psychic powers. Okay. Yeah, they're not as strong as they used to be. Um, That's going to be a 13 for me. Okay, so you're like, my brother, he was running, like, mm, probably someplace a little bit shady. Um, yeah, you, you don't know for sure, but I'll say you narrow it down a little bit. Okay. I'll lower the DC for another person. Um, I'm going to use survival. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to see if I can find any signs of passage and tracking. I have a plus nine and I rolled a 17, so 28 or 26. Beautiful. Um, with like above a 25, I'll say even down to like smelling Stella and being like, okay, well, it's her brother, so she probably smells similar to it. Like, uh, you managed to track down, and again, this whole um, part of the town is like filtered black and white. You see, it's less like raucous. There's still people in the streets, um, but the crowds are a little bit thinner. There's more like businesses that are open, small cafes and things like that, flower shops selling, you know, black and white flowers. And it's like a like very somber and sort of like a cool feeling. Um, but you find his sending stone basically kicked into the gutter. Um, not far, you would notice with your survival, from uh, La Petite Vie. Oh, interesting. All right, so apparently the map and this place go together. Uh, okay. Should we go in? Mm, yeah, I guess. And uh, yes, yeah, Stella is a very different person than when you than when you first saw her. Like her her blue her eyes, which were like dragons blue, are like were usually were bright, but now they're like dull, kind of like a stormy ocean. Oh no. She's just like focused. <laughs> You see, like, shoes, scuff marks, like someone was dragged with, like, Simmons 26 survival. Um, and it, it, like, it all lines up. You see that there's a small crowd in front of the door, which is little more than a staircase descending. There's a small, like, it almost looks like a neon sign, but done with, like, a, uh, illusionary magic that says La Petite V in, like, a cool yellow light above it. Uh, and a very tough-looking centaur uh, doorman with, like, a clipboard uh, is standing at the front. Uh, I'll say with a, you know, you guys have pretty good passive perceptions. He uh, is basically going, like, you got your flyer? And the guy at the front's like, well, no, I mean, no, but I, like, heard this. Get out of here. Flyer only. And seems to be turning away people who don't have a flyer. I'm just going to take the flyer and I'm just going to, like, um, just going to, like, march up to him and show it to him. Just, like, without saying anything. He nods towards, like, the staircase and unclips a velvet rope. And I, I just, like, I just march in there. Cool. So, uh, the sounds of, like, a driving, thumping, dirty jazz bass drum, uh, like, hits your ears first. Then the smell of alcohol, tobacco, and many other scents. This seems to be, like, a very intense, like, club vibe. Uh, as you enter in, you see that these are elaborately dressed people, uh, 
the uh, waiters and waitresses uh, going around to the various tables are all wearing these like almost like costume ram's horns. Uh, you see that as like the staircases go down in the club proper, it sort of snakes off into different pathways where you see, uh, you know, couples or small throngs of people going in and out into like side rooms. But eventually the main hall opens into um, a very, very large basement room. Um, a long dark wood bar runs across the left side. A stage is opposite to where you entered. Um, on it, there's an all-goblin jazz band just, like, pumping out music. The dance floor in front of it seems to be enchanted with some sort of levitation magic as couples are, like, spinning, throwing them up in the air and, like, gliding, like, six feet up and then coming back down. People are playing cards in the corner. People are getting absolutely hammered in here but what is most striking to you is behind the bar there is uh, a portrait of all of the fire breathing guild kitten or er, uh, fire breathing kittens guild members oh hmm, interesting uh do, do i see us on there too yes it's just like hey guys there's like all of our pictures up here yeah it's one like almost class photo of all past and current members hmm I see crud. Uh, so uh, you have arrived in La Petite Vie. Uh, feel free, make checks of your choosing to try to figure out if or where Sterling is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Stella, does Sterling kind of look like you? Just the male version? Yeah. Um, in a way, like, he usually looks like, he usually looks like a male version of me, but without like these big horns. Because she, she has two sets of horns. One are like long and curving backward another one is just like small and spiky he just has these ones he has the same eyes and hair and stuff as as me but it's like obviously short and he has big wings but he sometimes appears sometimes he looks like a mm. silver dragonborn oh he doesn't have a tail i have the tail <laughs> kind of like laughs so that's got to be hard to miss yeah. and uh are there a lot of people in this room it is packed with people oof all right, maybe we should start asking around. Mm, yeah, I'll, I'll ask people like, um, just like, hey, have you seen, uh, have you seen someone who looks like me but with like big wings, or a silver dragon guy? Uh, cool. So give me some, I guess, investigation or persuasion. Persuasion. Do I still have the plus one bonus or? Well, it was plus one to your charisma, so if it bumped you up to the next even number, you would get a plus one. Oh, I see. But if it's odd, n- no. Oh, okay. Um, I got a 14. Uh, Balpador, were you rolling anything? Oh. I got a natural <laughs> one. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it's too loud. And, uh, Simon? 14. Cool. So you guys are asking around and people seem either to be having too much fun or uh, too drunk or just don't, you don't get much of a response, but Balvator, uh, you know, this is the wrong person, but uh, you see a dark elf who's like, well, those eyes look like Stella's. Stella, I found him. What? Where? Come, come here. I think he's right here. Right <laughs> in the middle of the dance floor or wherever we're at. <laughs> Like I, I look and I immediately don't see him. I'm just like, no, that's that's not him. Uh, he has give me, white skin. Give me a perception. 
Oh. Uh, so this... <laughs> ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not him. But this middle-aged dark elf is sitting at a table with, like, an older, like, chubby dwarf in a pinstriped suit. Um, and, like, another two people who are all dressed very, like, fancy and important. And you see, like, they have kind of a different vibe than the rest of the people here. Um, but, yeah, you're just like, that's not that's not my brother. Yeah. Just like, yeah, he's he's a lot taller. Like, my brother's taller than I am. He's, like, 6'5", usually. Not, sometimes, like, 8 feet tall in his other form. Yeah, he's, he's really tall. Oh, oh yeah, darn. and you can't miss the wings. Uh, but these guys look a bit different from the rest of them. Everyone's having too much fun here, and they don't look like they are. So let's, let's see. Let's see what they're up to. She's kind of, like, suspicious. Eyes kind of narrowed. Cool. Uh, Simon, would you like to take an action before I follow up? Mm, not yet. Okay. I'm just observing for now. So, uh, Stella, how do you observe these people? I'm gonna just, like, throw my cloak off my shoulder a little bit. I'm gonna saunter up to them and say, guys here for business or pleasure? Kind of like leaning on the table, just looking into each of their eyes. Roll a persuasion check as you, like, approach the table and, like, you're saying this as you're sauntering. Oh God! What'd you get? Bad? Yeah, a, a two. It's eleven. Oh, no. So, uh... The people at the table don't look up. You see the dark elf for like a second looks up and then like narrows his eyes, looks back down and uh, a like very like tough, like MMA looking human in like a nice tailored suit kind of like puts his hand up and physically like blocks your line of view from the table and goes like, I'm sorry, there's a very important meeting in progress and Don Safiosi does not have time for uh pleasure so unless this is business uh i'm going to pull out my i'm just gonna like pull out a handful of um of gold coins let's just say like 50 and said we can make it business he like are you he kind of like puts his hand out low like give me the gold i, I give him the 50 gold yeah my, my, my friends here have something to say as well they're with me uh, uh yeah. go, go ahead uh, get a drink uh, we'll call you over when this is done uh, do I got a name to introduce you by? Uh, just Stella. Uh, cool. Uh, quick perception checks from Balpator and uh, Stella. And Simon, are you watching this interaction or are you observing mm -hmm. like... Okay, then go ahead and perception as well. Eleven. Nine. <laughs> Fifteen. Oh, wait. I get an advantage with my... Okay, yeah, I'm going to stay to eleven. <laughs> uh, cool. So with a fifteen, you see when Stella says her name... Uh... The dark elf seems very tense. Mm. I tell Stella this. Hmm. I I kind of like um tilt my head and and look down my nose at, at him. Uh, he does, doesn't he? Oh well, let's see what business he's up to. I, I kind of like whisper that part into into Simmons' ear. Okay. Uh, cool. So you guys uh, go up to the bar. Uh, is there any specific drink you like or? Dragon's blood. I'll take water. <laughs> Balpator is hydrating. <laughs> uh, so I believe a dragon's blood was, what was it? Uh, mead, uh, cinnamon mead, sour cherry syrup, and something else. Um, but a delicious looking red, you know, big mug of something comes out. Uh, Simon, did you want to order anything? I'm sticking to water for now. Cool. Actually, I'm not, I'm drinking anything here. 
And I'm actually gonna get one more, an extra one. Um, actually, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna send, I'm gonna tell them to send it to the Dark Elf. Uh, you see the bartender, mm -hmm. who is, uh, like a young satyr girl with a little tag that says Tiffany, uh, goes, oh, um, Don Safiosi's table? Uh, I, I think they can pay for their own drinks, but, uh, okay. It's just out of courtesy, you know. Uh, cool. Um takes the money uh drinks are very reasonably priced which might like in stark contrast to how like secret this club is like it, it definitely explains why people are so hammered yeah <laughs> while i get the water from the the bartender i guess uh can i ask who this don safiosi is oh um yeah he's like the biggest mob boss in nicomoy oh wow yeah i heard of don ravioli but not da Don Safiosi. Oh, do you mean Don Revioli? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's in the back right now getting ready for his performance. <gasps> what? Okay. I'm a little excited for that. But okay. Thank you for the info. And I slip him, like, one gold. Yeah. Uh, cool. She, like, takes it and is like, thanks. Uh, it's gonna be in a few minutes, so you won't have to wait long. Yes. Uh, cool. So, time passes. Well, uh, I, I'm gonna, I, I want to talk to, like, the rest of my, um, t to my friends and say, so, like, do you think that these things have anything to do with each other? The mob and, you know, like, the, the thing? I'm gonna be, like, kind of cryptid and just, like, wink at them. Hmm, I don't see any evidence that these two tie, that they connect to each other. Then again, I'm kind of slow at these kind of things. Just let me know who to punch. <laughs> oh, Balpator. <laughs> I feel you. Mm, yeah, I'm just like, I, I have a feeling that something's... Yeah. I feel like... I have a feeling that they might be related. I, I, I'm gonna look again at the... Um, the table. Do I recognize... Like, do I recognize anyone there? Uh, give me a history or perception. Uh, I'll say perception, that would be an 18. Uh, you don't, well, okay. You think you might have seen one of the guards around the table, um, around your house one time. You're like, that person looks vaguely familiar, but not enough, like, he doesn't have, like, a scar or anything. But, like, you're like, that, that one looks familiar. And then this dark elf, you catch a look right in his eyes... And it just sticks. Those, those are your eyes. Did did he steal your eyes? Mm -hmm. Is this me those are exactly your and your brother's eyes? Yeah, except that ours are like dragon eyes, and I guess his would just be like blue eyes. Yeah, the the color also, yeah. not the uh, you know, iris. And would I recognize anyone? Yeah, I'm just gonna like um, think for for, for a second and say like I've seen one of those guys before. And yeah, something about that dark elf guy is just like, it's rubbing me the wrong way. Um, what, what were you saying, Balpator? Uh, Balps? Do I recognize any of these people? History or perception, same deal. Okay, I'll make a perception, uh, with advantage. Uh, 16. Yeah, you, well, not those guys, but a lot of people here look familiar. There's like, uh, like this big blue beetle guy. Who, like, you've seen around the guild hall. You know, some people buy clothes from him. Um, there's, like, this big orc guy 
with like a man and a woman on each arm. Uh, we are like, I, I think his picture was in a guild. F- the guy's name's like Clark, I think. And it's like, you see a lot of people you've seen around the guild hall. Man, a lot of people here are starting to look a little familiar and it's kind of weird. Yeah. Now that you mention it, that's true. Hmm. Yeah. I, I see like a lot of people, but. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of weird now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, after a few minutes, as you guys are kind of looking around, like, oh, I think we did a job for that person, like, this is, this is funky, uh, you see that bouncer, or the bodyguard that you gave the gold to motions for you to come over. Okay. I'm gonna, like, uh, give the rest of the party, just, like, raise my eyebrows to them, and just, like, all right, we're doing this, and gonna walk up there confidently. Cool. Uh, so as you go to sit. You see this dark elf, like, almost in perfect unison, gets up to leave the table. Hey, no. You, stay. I bought a drink for you, alright? Uh, make a persuasion. Ah, yes. Okay, that'll be a 28. <laughs> yeah. He goes, uh, well, I'm never one to pass up a free drink. And he sits back down, but, like, is actively not making eye contact. I'm gonna just, like... Um, you know how, like, when, when someone's avoiding eye contact, you just kind of, like, look after after them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're trying to change the camera angle. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm gonna say, um, oh, looks like you're, it looks like you've moved quite up in the world, the Safiosi gang. I'm gonna say that as if I, as if I know him. That's very funny. You're a very funny girl. We have always been up. We do not even understand what the word down means. You see the cigar-chomping dwarf, like, pot-bellied, balding, looks looks shockingly like a dwarf in Godfather. <laughs> um, it's kind of, you know, gesturing with his cigar as he speaks. And who are you? Actually, no, I know you. I've seen you. In the pictures. Yeah. You're, uh, Stella, Stella something. St- Stella Argonaut. Argentine. Uh, you see the Dark Elf finishes his drink and is like, well, about time for me to go. And he goes, I am sit, going sit. to. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, no, yeah, no, the ahead. Don is like, sit, sit. There's not a, it's not so often you get to enjoy the company of a beautiful young woman. Uh, can you make an insight check? Uh, Everybody? Who? 21. I got a natural 20. Ten. Nine. He seems really grossed out and a little bit angry when the Don says that. Who does? The Dark Elf. Okay. He goes, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you're great. He, like, sits down, like, is, you know, kind of sitting deep in his chair. <laughs> I guess I'll pipe up and I'll say, I'll look at the Dark Elf and say, do you have a problem? Uh, make an intimidation, I guess. <laughs> uh, can, can, I, can I give him an advantage? Because I'm going to be, like, looking at him with my... I'm, gonna give, I'm giving him an Ice Queen stare. This is Ice Queen Stella. <laughs> uh, 11 plus 5 is 16. So I got a 16. All right, I'm going to roll for this dude. He got a 4. So he goes, no, I, I don't have a problem at all. I I just have matters to attend to. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're great, Stella. I knew you're, um, I gotta go. Wait, no, no, no. Finish your sentence. You knew my, uh, 
I knew your mother. Oh, you did? About 20 years ago. 20 years ago? Oh, okay. I mean, that doesn't tell or, me much. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I forget the aging scale. It's, but, it's, more, uh, it's more like... Um, well, Stella's like... She, like, elves reach maturity at 100. Like, I guess that would be their legal drinking age. Stella is like under that, but not too far under. She's like in her... She's in her 90s. Yeah, and this is an elf. I knew your mother about... 90 years ago, give or take. 90 years ago. Yes, and I'm sure she's doing great. Uh, Don't mention that you saw me. Uh. Thank you. Wait, hold on. You knew my mother, like... How do you know my mother? Uh, Visible beads of sweat coming down his forehead. Uh, The Don is just, like, wide-eyed, chomping his cigar, like, ooh. Like the Kermit the Frog meme. <laughs> uh, I, I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna um, cast suggestion on him, um, but I'm gonna subtly I'm gonna spend one sorcery point to subtly cast it. I'm just gonna like you know reach, just like lean back, touch t- touch my um, touch my wand and say, like, um, okay. So how exactly did you know my my mother and why are you why are you here right now? What was the purpose of, you know, the whole thing of Majiggy? Like, actually, hold on. The part that I'm going to cast a suggestion on is I'm going to say, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions and you're going to need to answer them. Uh, could you read me the wording of suggestion real quick? Wording of suggestion? Yes. Um, let me just pull it up. Suggestion. One. Second level spells. Oh, yes. You suggest a course of activity limited to a sentence or two and magically influence a creature you can see within range that can hear and understand you. Creatures that can't be charmed are immune to this effect. Suggestion must be worded in a manner as to make the course of action sound reasonable. Asking the creature to stab itself, throw itself onto a sphere, immolate itself, or some their obviously harmful act ends the spell. Must make a wisdom saving throw. Um, on a failed save, it pursues the course of action you described to the best of its ability. The, the suggested course of action can continue for the entire duration or in a shorter time. Yeah. Cool. And what is your DC? 17. Oh. Wisdom save. I knew your mother because we were dating and we were also business partners. I'm here because I might have let Don Safiosi know about what your brother does for a living. And he found that very interesting and is rewarding my time for the information. And Don goes, oh, Sterling's your brother. Uh, yeah, he is. Um, so you guys are close, I take it? We're twins. So you know where the frog is. You see he's what getting frog? very serious. Uh, Simon, did you go up to the table with them or are you still across the packed bar? Um, I'm following along, but the frog is tucked out of sight under uh, the, a wide collar on, on, on my leather armor. I'm uh, gonna pretend cool. that he doesn't know what, what, like, um, what he's talking about. I'm gonna be like, frog? What frog? Deception check. Right. And you see, Deception. like, there's still a party vibe here, <laughs> but, ooh, the air is being sucked out of this area around the table. I rolled a one. I'm, it's a ten. <laughs> I'm gonna give her guidance on this. Uh, I'm. Okay, roll a, a one. You, you, you rolled a one rolled on a the one. dice? Okay. <laughs> I rolled a one on the table. So, this dice is failing, going to jail. Oh, yeah, failing forward. Um, 
So let me roll Don Sassviosi's insight. He got a six. <laughs> so I will say your check passed, but I'm Ooh. going to punish you for the one. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he goes, oh, okay. Well, then why don't you just go ahead and sit right here? We got your brother downstairs. And once uh, we're done talking to him, maybe we can uh, have you go in and convince him to tell us the information that we need. Why don't I, why don't I just go with you now? Like, save, save everyone some time. You've got lots of business transactions that you need to do, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, why don't, you just, why don't I just come with you? And she's just gonna, like, goes, um, she's gonna, like, look up at him. So as he's like, yeah, I think that's a good idea, and he starts to get up from the table, all the lights cut out in the bar. And you hear a voice. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to celebrate this thing called life. This voice sounds, like, mildly familiar. And then, arcanic rune life. And that means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you that here and now... We have a chance to revel. And then, boom, spotlight on the stage, and you see a one Tanninger Goodfellow. (laughs) In full costume, makeup. He has an extra set of horns that he appears to have grown. His mustache is a big curl. And uh, begins, like, doing a little dance number and singing a song. And uh, with that, we're going to take our break here. Oh. Today we were joined by Simmond. Okay. Balpator. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's Tanager! Rocky! Hurry! He needs to sign you! And Stella. Oh my god, it's Tanager performing on stage, but like they've got my brother. Uh what do I do? Let's see. But before we cut to our break, uh I'm going to uh solicit one of my friends here to read a review. Yeah. So just in case you guys didn't know, if you put a review on our uh, iTunes or any other way that you listen to us, we have to read it. So here's one now. This one is from JSCFLT093. Quite the mouthful. He says, or they say, my favorite podcast. I listen to the Fire Breathing Kittens every day on my commute. The players and the DMs do a great job of playing D&D the way it's meant to be played. The episode Adventure Capitalism cracks me up every time. I would love an episode with Willie, Jade, and Cecil. Keep him away from the elven logs. And Simon the Raptor in buttless chaps holding a fishing net needs to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, and if you would like your review to be read, just go ahead and post one up on your favorite podcasting platform and we'll read it and with that bye 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 (laughs) and those rolls were wild we hope that you're enjoying this episode of the fire breathing kittens podcast please leave us a review on itunes.com if you leave us a review we'll read it on air it's fun listening to the words of your review get read by the characters you know and love. So go to iTunes.com and leave us a review today. Can you think of someone who might enjoy this podcast? Please share it with them. Is their birthday coming up? A special anniversary? Would you like us to wish them a happy day on your behalf? You can arrange for us to read your shout-out on air at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com through our partnership with the website 
Buy me a coffee. Do you enjoy reading books? You can find paperbacks and ebooks based on our adventures on Amazon.com in the bookstore, Fire Breathing Kittens, that part's all one word, podcast. The authors do a great job of adapting the stories into fun novels. We also have official merchandise on Redbubble.com. Imagine owning a notepad with the Fire Breathing Kitten logo on the front, or a t-shirt with one of your favorite characters. And lastly, I'd like to take a moment to sincerely thank all of you. We don't pay to advertise this show, so the only way we can grow is through the support of listeners like you. Thank you. And welcome back to Fire Breathing Kittens. I'm going to go ahead and roll a dice, and then one of our players is going to be kind enough to give us a quick recap on this fun festival day. So, what'd you guys roll? I rolled an 18. 7. Nine. I rolled a nine, actually. So, Ooh. if you would, Stella. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah, no problem. No problem at all. <laughs> Thank you Stella's for this wonderful day. opportunity. Of course. Okay, so. <laughs> all right. Um, so, what happened last time on this part of Five Breathing Kittens is, um, yeah, we went to the Colors Festival in Nicomoy. Yeah, all three of us were at the Colors Festival. It was the night afterwards when, after all the paint has been thrown, after everything has been, like, mostly wrecked, um, it's the time when everything gets re-wrecked, I guess. When there's drinks, carnival games, food, and lots of dancing and crowds in various parts of the city. And we did all of it. And then, um, I also helped a, a girl out who was, um, who was sad about how a dirtbag treated her, but... Um, when all that happened, like, as all that happened, we, um, yeah, this praying mantis guy was, was, like, kind of anxious, and Stella saw him, and he gave her a frog with a, with an egg or a stone in it or something like this, and Simmon spoke to the frog, and, um, oh, right, before that there was, like, some carnival games, and, uh, Vulpatora now has this giant raccoon that's a trash panda, and it throws stuff out for him, which is, which is awesome. And Simmond helped him win a strength contest. Yeah, it was all around fun. Until the whole thing with the frog, where um, it was trying to deliver something to Stella's twin brother, Sterling. And when she tried to find him, she reached out to his sending stone info and he was being like, he was being beat up or something like that. And he was like working, but yeah, he was in some obvious trouble. So then the gang went to, well, I mean, the Fire Breathing Kittens gang another their gang went to find him and they went to this uh this place what was it called la petite vie yeah la petite vie this this bar they let them in because they let us in because we completed our card and we ended up finding this business transaction between um the safiosi and uh and really shady drow who has like a connection to stella pretty obvious one <laughs> and then they learned that sterling was in the basement and they want, they need to find the stone, or they want to find the stone, but we're going to try not to give it to them. And Tanger started performing and all, when all the lights off, and that's where he left off. Cool. So, players, um, you have a moment, basically a surprise round, as everyone is, you know, like, distracted by this, if you would like to do anything. Otherwise, feel free to just wait out the performance and go down to the basement. 
I'm not waiting it out. I'm going straight in. Just like, all right, I want to see my brother, like, right now. I'm just like, oh, God, Tanner's performing. Why? But then I just like, yeah, I... I'm going to go with this guy. You guys can watch the performance, but it would be good to have some backup, you know, just in case. I'll say, uh, I'm, I gave my word to find your brother. As much as it hurts, I will go with you. <sighs> that makes two of us. And then I'll just trail along with Stella. I'm going to pass. I'm going to cast pass without a trace. Wonderful. I assume you designate you three. Yes. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you have plus 10 to stealth. Um, okay. Oh, and I have a disadvantage on stealth because my scale armor. So, ooh, that's good. Does that make it? Yeah. So, oh, okay. I've got a negative one dexterity because I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So, uh, spells cast. Uh, yeah, as you kind of urge the dawn to get on with it. Uh, you know, everyone is distracted by the performance, and you nestle your way around the side of the stage into yet another staircase going down uh, to where you see uh, you're led to a room in which uh, you see your brother Sterling, uh, black eye but not too bruised um, and two thugs in the room like, you're gonna tell us where the frog is! We're gonna get that frog! And he's like I don't have the frog! My my courier never brought it to me! And uh, they keep hammering him with a uh, circle of truth, but he just keeps repeating the same thing. And you kind of like, you know, you hear it from the hall and then you get in the room on maybe the third go around. And uh, you see Sterling and he's like, uh, Stella? Like, have, in, in any of those rounds of truth, have they like hit him or anything like that? Oh yeah, I mean, he's a little beat up. Mm, yeah, she's she is mad. So she she walks in just like you know she's wearing heels, you know. So it's like the click clack, and she just like crosses her arms, and I'm gonna just say to the thugs like stare at them, release him now. Uh, would anyone else like to do anything? Mm. Uh, I guess I'll kind of unsheath my sword slowly <laughs> while I'm holding Rocky with my other hand. I am going to attempt to fade into the background. Cool. So roll me a stealth. Okay. Uh, why is this not? Um, uh, 27. Beautiful. So, like, as everyone's kind of entering into the room, you just hang back long enough and then just stay out of sight. And then, you know, slowly, like, the door's still, like, open. You can see into the room. Uh, but you are effectively, like not in the scene, as it were. You have faded in the background. Um, oh, yes. And, and side note, I have activated, I've activated my Cloak of Billowing, because I, I have a cloak that has three magical effects, and one of them is Cloak of Billowing, so it billows behind me impressively, and my hair also, like... So, know. give me an Y'all intimidation. are not taking the stealth approach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I mean, like, um, oh, no, we didn't do the stealth approach, but, oh, yes, I got a good roll, because I got a 20. Dirty 20. Cool. So uh, they kind of like put their hands up and take a couple steps away from the table. The Don comes in and goes, look, we understand he's not giving up what he knows. Uh, Maybe you know something. Sit in the chair, answer a couple questions, and then you're free to go. You and your brother. Prove to us you don't know anything. Mm, I'm just going to like look at him a bit like down, like the guy who just spoke down my nose a bit. And then I'm going to go to Sterling and say... Really, brother? Thugs from the mafia? Ugh, I thought you were. 
like you graduated like you were the top of your class i thought you were stronger than this i'm not working with them they are trying to take an artifact that i don't have yeah didn't you already use uh, zone of truth like that's inescapable I, I, he's dodging questions. He won't tell us where the courier is. You know. We'll ask him direct questions. Mm, uh, so I believe the wording is, you know, you, I don't know if you're compelled to answer. You are not compelled to answer, but you, but everything you say must be truthful. Yeah. So he's saying things like, I don't currently know where the courier is. And they're like, okay. okay, but where is the courier supposed to come from? Like, he's supposed to come from a location to the east. And they're just like, stop being cagey. Oh. Um, so you're saying he does know some stuff. And he's not spilling. But he's going to mm. be spilling teeth if he keeps this up. Oh, come now. That's just silly. Uh, I'm going to, like, go to him. Is Like, how is he? Is he, like, bound? No, he's just in a chair. Like, you okay. imagine, like, the, the like... Well, give me an insight, but, like, you know your brother's a tough fighter, but there are two people in the room, you know, that are probably capable in their own right. Thirteen. Like, yeah, pretty much what I said. No greater insight. But, like, you know, you know this is either going to be a rough fight or, like, you know, he's your, your brother's choosing to be cagey in this moment. Hmm, I see. So, um, okay. I kind of, like, give him a look just, like, ugh. Again. and then um even though this has never happened that she's been the one to like <laughs> kind of save him uh she's gonna say like are these the guy like did they do that to you and you see one of the thugs is like you gotta understand ma'am like uh, it's it's business I'm, I'm at work right now god i feel like doing something stupid <laughs> right, I'm, I'm gonna like w- walk around to where they're at I'm going to get, like, a little line of sight where... Can I get three of them in a cone? The 30-foot cone? <laughs> uh, I'm... You would have to leave the room and shoot it into the room from the outside. And, oh, I'm, I'm uh, not doing that. I'm not, not going to get... No, I'm just going to, like... I'm just going to, like, take out my, my wand and... Uh, you should just be thankful that this room is small. Because, man, I would fill it with ice right now. Balpator? I pull out my decanter of endless water, and I'm just like, are we doing this? Are we going to do this? <laughs> well, let's, let's see what it is that they, that they want, and then, then we'll see. Okay. All we want is the frog. Why, why the frog, exactly? Because the frog has an egg inside of it, and that egg is very valuable to Mr. Tanninger. And oh, oh, wait, wait, we found an egg earlier. Simon reaches into his bag of holding. Uh, he has a decanter of endless water. He's going to use it to produce a small stream of water here. And he's going to use three uses of shape water. He is first going to create the shape of the egg that is hidden on his person. He is then going to change the color of the water using a second use of the cantrip. And then with the third use of the cantrip, he is going to freeze the water solid um, and produce an exact replica of that egg. Ooh. Bravo. And he's going to produce it and say, is this the egg you guys are looking for? We found it on the fairground. Like, it was on the ground. Some shady guy dropped it and ran off. And oh. Give me a deception at advantage, because you do have an egg that looks exactly like it's supposed to, and that lie is not too far from the truth. 
Oh, the first one was better. Can I get my uh, my guidance as well? Mm, I'll allow it. I already did it once before. All right. So 17 plus three non-natural 20. Don's have you as he rolled a two. So, <laughs> yeah. A dirty 20. Uh, he goes, fell off a truck. I've taken worse. And uh, now hand over the egg. Uh, well, sure. Yeah, here you go. He passes it over. Is it supposed to be cold? And yeah, I thought it was funny too, but it's last. It's it hasn't melted or anything this far, so I don't know. Well, all right. I mean, it's it's big. I thought maybe it was like an ice dragon's egg or something. I mean, uh, I don't know what kind of dragon egg it is, but Mister Tanager, you know, uh, will pay handsomely for it. And seeing as he already owes us money. Uh, more of his money is, is just happy. I'm, I, I love this. I love when he gives me money. So thank you for the egg. Uh, and you see Sterling, like, Stella is, like, confused. Um, uh, I'm going to leave now. And then he, like, motions for his thugs. And, like, kind of, like, throws the egg up in the end. goes, God, it's so cold. Glad we could help, darling. Let us know if you need us. Cool. And the I, the water will, it will melt eventually, correct? In one hour. Okay, cool. So you you know you have an hour before, uh, but uh, go ahead. Yeah, you are, you are left in this small, you know, looks like a storage closet, but like big enough, you know, to keep supplies in a table, like a, a janitor's office type deal. Stella, I think this is yours. Gestures towards her brother. Uh, yeah, this does happen to be mine. I'm guessing we should be leaving. Uh, probably. So, she's, she's gonna... Yeah, I, th- I think that's a good idea. Like, I don't really like this closet. It's kind of, like, dirty. Kind of, like, brushes some dirt off her off her cloak. Sterling's like... Okay, but where is... Do do you have the frog? You said you had the frog. Shh. Hush now. We need to leave first. Okay. Kind of, like, put a put a finger to, to, to my lips. And then I'm gonna say, uh... Yeah, well... We'll talk about this later, Sterling. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it a lot. <laughs> cool. So you see, he's like, uh, okay, let's uh, get out of here. And as you go in the hall, you see Tanninger is coming down, just sort of like wiping makeup off of his face. And uh, Sterling looks at him and goes, hey, uh, I, th- I think we're cool. And he goes, oh, well, thank you. Uh, call you later, babe. And he goes, uh, all right. And, wait, uh, wait, Sterling, you know, you know Tanninger? Yeah, I mean, he's the one who set up this whole uh, beat me up, answer question thing. Oh. Yeah, uh, I, I've been taking jobs for him lately. It, we could talk about it later. Okay. Uh, before we go, can I have Tanager sign Rocky, if that's all right? Uh, so you go up, and he's like, "Oh, uh, Balpator, lovely to formally meet you." Hi. Um. Yes, I'm Balpator. I'm a I'm a new member, but uh, I was wondering if you could sign Rocky, if that's all right. Oh, darling, I know exactly who you are. I keep tabs on all the new recruits. I love this new little class you've got. You're doing so good. Tess. We're going to get those Echo Blim. Um, Um, Stella kind of like perks up and says, Oh, the the Echo Blim, you you know about them too? Oh, by the way, I'm I'm Stella. Nice to formally meet you too, Tanager. Yeah, I've heard a lot about you. Lovely to meet you as well. And he looks at Simon and goes, Simon? (laughs) Yes, yes, we've met. Yes, we've met. Um, yes, uh, the Echo Blim is a problem that I find very personally disdainful. So I'm going to do my best to eradicate them. And that little amphibian, uh, 
is a key part of this whole operation. But it was going to give it to you all anyway, so just keep good care of it and keep being good little adventurers. I love you. You got it. Okay. Uh, you too, Simon. Here, uh, and he, like, goes, uh, uh, shuffles through, like, a bag or, like, a, a nearby stage props and gives you all these, like, you know, little ornamental ram's horns, which, uh, once per day, you can cast the jump spell on yourself, and, uh, you can also use them, uh, as a 1d6 bashing damage if you do a headbutt. Okay. Uh, he goes there, go ahead, take those with you, and, uh... Go get them. All right. Um, see you later. Exiting, exiting. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, so he um, goes off. Oh, yeah. Actually, but before like before he goes off, I'm going to say, hey, Tanager, so you said that you got, like, you're interested in Echoblim stuff. Uh, do you collect the dust, too? I-, I could totally help you in that. Why? Why would? No. 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 That stuff is very dangerous. Really? I, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I, th- I thought it just made you, like, hallucinate pretty women. Uh, what? Uh, n- no, I mean, a lot of things I do make me hallucinate pretty women. <laughs> uh, but, uh... Like, uh, like r- redheads with, with golden eyes and, like, wings. Like, I, you... I, 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 I saw her a bunch of times. Like, that's the only thing that they... I mean, I don't think they turn into zombies, but, like... <sighs> who cares? <laughs> you know? I, I don't... You... Mm-mm, hmm... Now, darling, I'm not one to give advice on what one should and shouldn't take into their body. But you have a choice to make if you keep looking for that red-headed woman. Ah, uh, things are going to get real dangerous for you real quick. And the so, echo... you oh. mean she's real? I thought oh, she was uh, just a dream. No, 100%. <sighs> Stella's just like, her eyes go wide, like her pupils just dilate. It's just like, she's real. Guys, she's real. Oh, you're just going to go for it, huh? Well, yeah. Well, darling, I give you my boon. And he, like, gives you a little kiss on the palm. Okay. Uh, cool. Now go before something happens. Oh, and he signs Rocky, of course. Yay! He goes, but stay away from May. Um, May? <laughs> oh, yeah, May. Okay, uh, uh, I'm just I'm just gonna, like, uh, look, after I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna wink, and then, and then I'm gonna go, like scurry off to the other other members of the five reading kittens and just be like tanager right (laughs) that was awesome (laughs) yeah uh cool so you guys make it outside is there a specific location you'd like to go or just like a you know a block away from the club um i'm gonna say we run until we get to the guild hall cool okay i'm gonna follow simon because he's he's like uh, he he knows what he's doing i pick up rocky and follow Mm -hmm. yes run from the mob absolutely (laughs) So you guys dip off um, and make it back to the guild hall in good time. Uh, you have a moment in safety and comfort of your own four walls to speak openly with uh, Sterling. Okay. So, uh, Sterling, what can you tell us about this frog and the egg and everything? Okay. So, have you ever had mosquitoes? Like, eaten them? No. No, just like been around them. Sure. I've been around There's them, a, but, they, but they don't they don't bite me. You know that. Balfatar, do you have any personal experience with mosquitoes? No comment. <laughs> He's just like... <laughs> <laughs> There's another bug called a mosquito hawk that preys on these bloodsuckers. We believe that the dragon inside of this egg, if we can hatch it, will prey upon the echo bloom 
and by releasing this into our world, keep the echo blim out. Get a is cat a to deal with there? a mice pro. I mean, not, not sort of not. I mean, according to like, we had to go to like another world to get this, like through one of my connections. And it was it was bad. I couldn't even stream it. Um, but we have the egg now. We just have to find the right hatching ground, and then this should deal with the echo blim once and for all. So, can you tell me more about the echo blim? So they're like um, parasite, but for culture, hmm. they biologically cannot create. They just sort of have ideas fully formed from a young age, and that's sort of what they get. They enjoy entertainment, but in the attempt of, like, replicate a song or a genre of music they like, can only mimic whatever others have done. Thus, they invade other worlds, taking the best and brightest of their culture, to turn into Echoblim and entertain them and expand the hive mind, as it were. But mm -hmm. they're never satiated. Okay, and this and this dragon that could hatch from this egg could get rid of them. I mean, if there was a giant dragon that will eat you, you know, I, I would stay out of that realm. Hopefully it can procreate somehow. We could work on that. But uh, the first step in getting... Because the, the holes have been poked. They can get in here now. We need a strong enough reason to force them to leave. All right, well... uh. I'm really not sure about the, the, um, historically, whenever we introduce an invasive species to try to get rid of another invasive species, it, it doesn't go well. But, uh, you know, who was on the team for this? Was there an ecologist anywhere? No, I, uh, just sort of got a guy to give me a portal to another realm. And I, you know, uh, was working with some guys there that could get me in touch with the dragon egg. I had to go back because there was a time limit on the portal. I trusted these guys to come and deliver it to me. There was a nice bunch of praying mantis guys. They, like, uh, revered these dragon eggs because, you know, it keeps out Echoblem. Uh, but, mm -hmm. you know, no, no ecologist on the team. It was a solo mission. Okay. And you only got one of these eggs? Well, you know, like I said, I didn't actually get to go to the, like, place where the dragon eggs were. I just sort of talked to a guy and he said he'd He'd courier me one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you don't have any more. He, like, Simon pulls out the egg. No, no, I don't. Okay. Simon takes back his reservations about invasive species. Uh, well, he totally misunderstanding what you're saying is like, but hopefully it can breed with like regular dragons and, you know, make more of them. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh... But interspecies yeah. breeding produces sterile results, so okay. <laughs> he is a, I mean, Indiana yeah, like, Jones. still kind of thinks of uh, about that and says, well, "I've never tested it out." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stella. Um. Oh, also Sterling. Like there was this weird uh, dark elf guy who has eyes that look just like ours and hair that just looks like ours, and he um he knew my he knew our mom around the time that we were born. Hold on. Am I just met our father? And <gasps> I'm frankly disappointed. Oh, uh, yeah. He, like, found me one of my streams and, like, hit me up and was asking me about business. But, uh, yeah, I think he, like, sold me out to the mob. Oh, my God. I yeah. I was, like, 
Okay, so some context for you guys. Like, um, I, I never knew who my dad was, and I always assumed it was someone, like, really dangerous and really, like, I don't know, this... I made up all these stories about, like, it must have been this, like, adventurer who perished on an adventure that they had together or fell in love with the silver dragon. Because, uh, like, yeah, the fire-breathing kittens are cool. I've, I've told them that our mom's, you know, silver dragon. But, uh, yeah, like, I always thought it was one of those, but him... I'm so sorry, Stella. She kind of just like puts her head in her in her hands, just like I'm not surprised that she hasn't told us anything. But yeah, I'd kind of like to just put this behind us. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, uh, yeah, I gotta uh, you know I'm gonna go do research. I will I'll let you guys know later about any potential hatching grounds. Um, but just keep make sure somebody keeps this egg safe for a while. Uh. Uh, and yeah, that would be that would be great. Yeah, yeah. you stay out of trouble, bro. Look, or like yeah, beat them up, like really beat them up. We had it under control. I, I was just gonna convince them that I didn't know anything. I mean, you know, Tanninger kind of helped me set it up, you know, because he has connections to the mob. Uh, and then you know, once they beat me up a little bit and they were satisfied, they're not gonna come back with me for more info. And then we keep the egg with the fire-breathing kittens, and it would be fine. Do we still need the frog for anything? No, but but it's a pretty it's a good frog of holding, so you know. <laughs> ha, frog <All> right. holding. <laughs> All right, just just checking. Yeah, he can stick around. Uh, cool. So you have a frog of holding. Yeah, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just like uh, I'm just gonna like hug Sterling as 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 he goes out. I'm just gonna cling to him for a second and then just like. <laughs> uh, he you know Batman style was like I was in control the whole time, but like hugs you tight and gives you a little kiss on the cheek. Oh. Um. That being said, you guys still have patrols to do. Mm. Okay. I forgot we had a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Like, we're adventurers and we get paid for stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, like, now that that's all cleared up and we have a frog of holding and this egg, um, what, what do you guys want to do? Well, how do we go about completing our rounds or our patrols? Uh, you kind of just got to walk around for a while, you know, just be out in the city for like three more hours until your shift ends. Make sure nothing crazy happens. Simon can do that. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll go with you and I'll, I'll make it fun. <laughs> you always make things fun. Ah, <laughs> uh, thanks. <laughs> uh, thanks, bro. You've, you've, you've earned yourself the, the rank of bro. Simmons. Okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> I don't know how much of a bro personality Simon has, but he'll take it. <laughs> hey, you, you two, you two, Bob Federer, you're also like, um, yeah, those games are really fun. He's definitely a bro. Yay! <laughs> I'm a Rocky. I'm gonna fist bump him with my mage hand. What should we name this frog? Hermit. <laughs> Kermit. That's a nice name. Oh no, I said, I said, Hermit, without the K. Oh, Hermit. <laughs> without the K. Hermit. Hermit. Hey, Ermit, what do you think? DM's not here. Uh, I, th- I think Ermit needs another bug before he can talk. <laughs> uh, I can give him another bug. Uh, he can't actually speak unless I'm casting Speak with Animals. Um, but as a druid, he can, he can understand me and he can nod. Mm. Uh, so he politely nods like, yeah, bug, bug, please. Yeah, he gives him a bug. And um, we decided that his name is Ermit if he agrees. Your, your uh, nods and yep, gives like okay. a, a cute little rivet. Ermit, it is. Uh, cool. So, uh, 
you guys uh, take off heading around town. You see, like, you know, uh, things are petering out. It's getting pretty late at night. Um, there is less activity in the street. Go ahead, so. Is, um, is, is Lenny, like, is Lenny still with us? Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I just realized, just like, oh, crap, wait. I have a halfling. Wait, where are you? Lenny. <laughs> Uh, you see he's trailing behind. He's pretty hammered by now. Uh, you could guess he was grabbing drinks. Uh, you know, every time you were asking for drinks, he was pounding one real quick. And then, uh, the whole exchange at the bar or at the club, he was just at the bar, like chat with people and having drinks. So he's like behind like, Oh, Hey, Hey miss. Uh, what's, what's up? You need a drink? I'm cool. I mean, I'm, oh, I'm cool yes. to do that. Please, please do that for me. I definitely need one. Uh, do, you, do you guys do you guys want a drink? He can make a lot of stuff. Well, I'm actually good this time. Yeah, I'm good. Why is he still making us drinks? <laughs> He's making me a drink. <laughs> you pay him a proper wage, correct? Yeah, yeah. He gets a cut of my um of my earnings. Like he's my assistant for when I'm at my other like side jobs, like okay. you know babysitting my sister and um. And oh yeah, also also modeling. Yeah, he's he's my like personal assistant. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh cool. So as you guys are chatting, can I just get around to perceptions real quick? Alright. I'm gonna take this one out of jail. For good reason. I got a twenty one. Ooh. Twelve. We're still going with the fourteen. <laughs> cool. We'll focus on the twenty one and um you notice Stella uh just out of the corner of your eye, like like a human-sized bug flying high in the skyline. Hmm. I- I'm gonna, like, point it out to you guys, just like, hey, look! Uh, that's like a giant bug. Do you think that's one of those praying mantis guys? Yeah, great idea. Can I use my eyes of eagle to, uh, look at the details as I zoom in on the person? Ooh, I will totally allow it. Um, and what- give me a okay. perception at advantage. All right. 17 and a 4. Okay, so 17. So with the 17, you like zoom in and you see it is a like very elegant looking moth person. You know, they're like fuzzy plumage around the neck, big disc shaped black eyes, like eight or four sets of insectoid wings fluttering behind it. And it seems like uh, not dressed, but it's like carapace makes it like look like it's almost in like formal attire. How, how far is it? Uh, it's flying high enough to be like, you would have to be looking up from a rooftop, otherwise you generally wouldn't notice it. Um, but, you know, Stella's really good at perception when she's drunk, so, uh, she noticed this thing flying against the night sky. Hey, that thing looks really suspicious. As patrol, should we check it out? Uh, I think so, and she's gonna, like, um, she's gonna, like, narrow eyes and look at it, it's just like, okay, can she... Like, I don't think she's ever seen, like, an Ekenblim besides, you know, Maelorian. Like, the one that she's got a crush on, but she's not really an Ekenblim. Um, yeah, can she put it together? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh my god, I think, I think that's an Ekenblim. <gasps> this is my first time seeing one. I know, same here, kind of. Um, but uh, yeah, like, they, they do weird things to people. They, they convert them into being Ekenblim. I once rescued a guy, I think. From that, like kid, and I think I'm infected. <laughs> yeah, you see that it is shedding dust, Balpator. You, you with your eagle, like a normal human eye couldn't tell from this, but your eagle vision, the wings are 
lightly dusting the town with some sort of sparkly matter. Hmm. Okay. We should, uh, rush in. (laughs) Yeah, and you see that, like, you're looking around, and, uh, the whole town is covered in sparkly colored powder. Oh, jeez. What a mess! Mm-hmm. I mean, it's color day. That's what people do. Oh, this is this is bad. Um, yeah, like that dust. When people die, they become they become zombies. Oh, you said that you were infected. Yeah. Here, how about I how about I disinfect you, and then I'm gonna take out a rod. So this rod attracts the dust. And um, <gasps> here, like if if I hold it near you, the dust's actually gonna come out of you. So how how about I just disinfect you? Really? Oh, please. Okay, I'm gonna hold so the you rod. See- it's also coming out of the paint in the town. Oh, heck no. Oh, boy. Oh, this is this is bad. Um, Yeah, like, I think this is going to be a lot more than just one person with the rod. Oh, jeez. I, I think it's going to be a bigger job than that. Hmm. Do we have, like, an alarm system to alert the guild members? <laughs> a bell? <laughs> I think generally it's going... Yeah, uh, going in the guild hall and yelling real loud. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, yeah, you can go through formal channels, but uh, I cannot. Yes, yeah, I can't. I, I physically cannot DM an entire <laughs> guild worth of people. <laughs> but uh, you can talk to the guild master, Nulisag. Like, how far away is this? Um, I can blim from us. Like, how high up in the sky? Uh, I mean, Balpator, you have eagle eyes, so you're able to, like, kind of track it, like, almost like a telescope or a spyglass. Um, but, like I said, it's not flying, like, super high up, but just high enough to stay undetected. And, uh, just seems to be kind of, like, lazily flying, like, uh, to, like, the edge of town. Are we able to, um, jump over the buildings, like, ninja style, and, like, chase after the moth? Well, you, you did get those, uh... (gasps) Ooh. horns that allow you to cast the jump spell on You're yourself right. so if you want to jump up to the rooftops feel free oh sure. we all got those horns mm-hmm. oh yeah he gave everybody oh a God. set <laughs> now Stella has three oh, sets of horns <laughs> <laughs> all right uh we're on the rooftops and we're just kind of jumping and uh tracking the moth guy if it wasn't uh, <laughs> for a whole like zombie dust thing covering the entire town, I'd I'd be just having a ball right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe another day we'll try this again. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, we're chasing after um, after the moth guy. I do have um aura of alacrity, uh, which basically basically gives everyone uh plus ten walking speed. I don't know if that makes a difference, but uh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Nice. But they have to be five feet from me. So we're just kind of like really close. <laughs> we're just jumping straight towards the moth guy. Cool. DM, uh, oh, go ahead. Would you, would you say that the dust is a magical effect? Hmm. Would we call a potion a magical effect? We would. So, yeah, I think so. Okay. And the dust as a whole is a single magical effect. Ooh, I smell what you're going for, and you're going to have to be real clever. Let's hear. I'm wondering if I can use Dispel Magic to to rid the city of dust if I target at least the, like, the dust that is around me. Does that end the magical effect of the entire object? Hmm. 
I like where your head is at. Short answer, no. But we can work with this. We'll okay. say that Dispel Magic will work for an area. Okay, so the range of the spell, 120 yeah. feet. So not going to do a whole lot for a city. Yes, but hear me out here. Airships exist, and you know this dust is a medium. Like, you know, so if you can figure out a way to combine Dispel Magic into a dust, like, uh, I will allow this to happen. But that that's your, that's your puzzle. Hmm. Uh, meanwhile, the bug does see you, and as you're coming after it, it, um, hmm. What vibe are you giving off? Like, aggressive or, like, curious? Uh, curious for me right now. Mine's kind of like... Halt! Kind of like a officer kind of vibe. Who goes there? Hmm. Okay, it will, like, hang high in the sky, but it'll stop moving and look at you and go, You're too late, kittens. Your festival and your festivities have been your undoing. Well, yeah, because you put golden dust in the paint, and, like, gold is such a nice color, but, I mean, there's so many other colors around here. <laughs> yes, we echo them are beautiful. You could join us, you know. Can you tell us how to undo all this? Why, why would I do that? Because... This is my whole plan. Well, if we're doomed, wouldn't it be better to just rub it off on our face and be like... No, you could undo this, but you can't. <laughs> you know? Give me give me a, a persuasion check. Because I'm really good at to that. To see if you can make him... 11 plus 9, dirty 20. Oof, okay. Oh, so you just expect me to tell you how to undo it. You think I would explain to you... That using another dust is a medium. Hey, you could even use my own dust. Use my own magic against me. Why don't you? I could undo it, but you couldn't because you're just, you know, you're lesser beings. And you know what? I don't even want you to join the Echo Blim anymore because you're clearly non-creatives. Um, wait, hold that thought. And, I, and I'm going to, like, how, how far away is this Echo Blim from us currently? Uh... It's, like, just out of jumping range. You'd have to, like, nail an athletics check. Like, how many feet exactly? Mm, oh, within spell range, easily. But probably, like, 30, 30 feet in the air-ish. Oh. Um, okay. I am going to... I'm going to do something. I am going to jump to my range, and then when I'm at the top, I'm going to cast Binding Ice on it. I'm going to just, like... Oh. Um, I'm going to, like... Just like this, these like shards of ice just just come out, kind of, and I'm trying to I'm trying to trap it using binding ice. Dope, Simon. Did you have a move? Uh, I was going to assist by using a um, a thorny vine cantrip allows me to reach out up to thirty feet and uh, potentially drag this thing ten feet closer to me. Uh, yeah, so, uh, both of those effects can go off. I believe you have to roll a ranged attack, right? And then Stella, and then I just do it against a DC, right? Con save, yeah. Con save DC 17. Ooh, let's see how the Echo Blim's feeling. Don't like that it's con save, but... Uh, yes, unfortunately it does pass its con save. Okay. Um, I'm sure I hit 18 plus whatever my attack plus, I think this is a 25. Yeah, you're you're chillin' chillin'. 
so yeah. go ahead and roll damage, and then it is moved down to the 20 feet mark. And then Balpator, so, uh, you can go ahead and take your move next. Okay. Uh, after Stella finishes up. Yeah, hold on, I have to roll my damage. It's D8, I believe it's, I only did it second level, because I wanted the secondary effect of it. Oh, you can, you can do that, I'll, I'll just roll my damage. You can, cool. Can so, Balpator, if you would. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and use command spell, and I'm going to tell him to, uh, to grovel, so he can prone on the ground and end his turn. And what is your DC? 17 plus 2 with one of my items. I forgot what it was called. So 19. Um, yeah. Yeah, he uh, fails hard. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he, like, stops moving his wings. Uh, what was your damage, Stella? Uh, 15, but halved is 7? Yeah, just 7 damage. Cool. Damage. So 7 plus 6. So it takes, like, you know... Like, uh, a, a decent, enough to drop a commoner twice over, um, amount of damage, uh, but when Balpator, you know, in full town guard mode is like, grovel, it stops moving its wings, drops 20 feet, taking seven points, an additional seven points of falling <laughs> damage, and, uh, grovels on the rooftop before Balpator. Hey, you guys got something to tie him up with? Uh, oh, so much stuff. <laughs> well, I got rope too, right? It's it's yeah. like it's it's like the I, I went to the store and got like the quintessential adventures pack, and I almost forgot that I had it. I've got fifty feet of it. Mm-hmm. So like, as you guys are discussing where you buy your rope from, <laughs> this thing is just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to call you lesser beings. I'm a lesser being. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm starting to feel sorry. Good, yes, thank you. I, I I only deserve you looking down upon me. Um, how long does this spell last? Uh, the one command, you speak one word command to a creature within range, uh, 60 feet. What's the duration? Uh, oh, there it is. Oh, it's only one round. So uh, I believe we did uh, Stella, Simmond, and then Balpator. So Stella, you're next in initiative. Uh, are you going to attempt to time up? Uh, I'm really not good at that kind of stuff. So instead, I am going to cast another damaging spell with another effect called Psychic Lance. And it's like, um, I, I unleash a shimmering lance of psychic power from my from my forehead. So this is just like, I'm just like staring at him with those like ice cold dragon eyes and like, um, he has to make an intelligence saving throw. And I'll tell you what happens if, um, if it succeeds. He does succeed, unfortunately. Oh, okay. So he, he just takes um, half of 7d6 damage, which is, let's do... Ooh, that's a good amount. Yeah, I know. Um, three and... 27. Half of 27, which is 13 points of damage. Cool. Uh, but the, it, it would have been it would have incapacitated him for, like, uh, for a round. Oof. Just keep him stun-locked. But uh, yeah. you're at 33 points of damage, so that's, you know, that's not a small amount total. Uh, does that end your turn? Uh, I'm going to quicken, I'm going to quicken spell, summon <laughs> Draconic Spirit. It's uh, actually, never mind, I can't do that because it's two leveled spells. So, never mind, it's the end of my turn. Alrighty. Simmon, if you would. So, I'm going to attempt to tie him up. What ability am I going to use for this? I take a survival. Uh, survival? Oh, good. That's yeah. a plus nine. Ooh. 
25. Ooh, baby. Um, so even though this thing has like a non-standard anatomy, you manage to, you know, truss up all the joints, keep its wings contained so it can't fly away. And, uh, you are very confident in, uh, essentially you've set the DC it has to break. So, uh, that's going to be real tricky to do. Uh, mm-hmm, but you mm-hmm. feel confident in the fact that you have, uh, uh, tied up this echo Hmm. Looks like we caught a bug. Good job, you guys. Like, yeah. Now, what do we do with it? Well, he did tell us that if we had some sort of dust to counter his dust, that would work. Correct me if I'm wrong. I missed that part. Well, we could also use his own dust, but... yeah. What I'm wondering, I mean, I have the spell Dispel Magic. We just need to somehow infuse his dust with that spell. And that's what I'm not exactly sure how to do. I mean, I have, I have this rod that siphons the dust out of things. Uh, <laughs> oh, actually, hold on. Let, let's see what happens if I, if I bring the rod near, near him. And I think, like, I think the trick with this rod was it's pure iron or something. I think that's what it was. I, I don't remember. This was a long time ago. Uh, most likely it's cold iron, which is, yeah, it's probably cold iron, which is like a very pure form of iron. Okay, I'm going to hold it close to this akimblim and see what happens. Uh, you see just a steady stream of dust coming out, and this echoblim seems to be wincing in pain. Okay, well, the dust is coming, the dust is coming out of him. Um, what what do you want to do with it, Simmond? Well, that's what I'm not sure, um... Because honestly, I'm, I'm not sure I need the dust either. I could always use the spell uh, Summon Lightning to create a thunderstorm and infuse that with a spell too and just rain away all of this. Um, but again, we need to figure out a way to get a spell into a medium. What does that exactly mean? Spell into the medium? Um, just so the players know, there's no official rules for this. I'm, I'll take anything creative. Ah. Uh, mm. But uh, by turning into a medium is you're trying to turn a spell into a physical object or, you know, uh, a clever way, you know, to use a spell that might allow it to, you know. Oh, hold on. I, I have an idea. So remember how we made it snow earlier? Mm-hmm. Why don't we try to do Ooh. that again? And then, like, you can see that you can you can make a thunderstorm. I can make the snow. It can be like a physical thing that covers all the all the dust or like a significant amount of area. You think that could work? We could. Do you, I mean, do you think I could cast... Okay, yeah. So what if I take some water, I use my shape water on it, and then cast Dispel Magic, which should put that spell into that water. The water collapses, and then you catch it up with your spell and send it into the air. Yeah, and and I can like I can make sixty feet worth of uh like a sixty foot cone really really cold. I can freeze it like crazy temperatures, like out okay. of character. I'm talking about the spell cone of cold. All right, so you do that. So wait, I'm gonna do shape water, and then create an orb of water, and um, I'll do the full five cubic feet. So we have plenty of water to work with. And and like and- you guys both have decanters of endless water, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to cast Dispel Magic on it. All right. Use one fourth level spot. Okay. And then 
and then get ready because it's all going to collapse and go. They can't drive in this water. Uh, cool. All right. So give me, yeah, give me a, just an arcana check from you, Simmond. Okay. Or actually nature, because you're a druid. All right. Nature is a plus four. Uh, 19. That is good enough. Uh, you twist, you know, your use of this spell. You've never tried to dispel magic and, you know, create water at the same time, but you managed to hold those, like, eldritch tethers and, like, you know, almost create a new purifying water spell. And then, uh, Stella, you're old hat at this. You freeze that like nobody's business. And, uh, you essentially have like large blocks of like, you know, ice that if you were to, you know, dust over the town, uh, would wash away the paint and hopefully the echo, well, not hopefully it will the dust, the uh, echo blim dust away with it. Okay. Uh, Flavor Town. What do you guys think? What wall of wind or thunderstorm? You know that thing that I just did with the cold. I yeah. like my magic's really, really unstable right now. So I think I could make it thunder as well and just shatter it. Ooh. Go for it. How many how many fifth level spell slots do I have though? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> uh, I believe oh I have like I have two. Yeah, like I could I have just enough for this. <laughs> Uh, awesome. So as you guys are on this rooftop, you, boom, explode this block of ice, sending it flying. You know, Simon, you can help out with the wind if you want as well. And then as it naturally sure. flows in with the weather patterns of the town, you feel very confident. You know, every crack and crevasse of the town, you know, might not be perfectly clean, but you are confident that at least 90% of the town... And, you know, Nicomoy's a big place, has been washed away of this Echoblim dust. And in this shower of snow and wind and might as, you know, the color of color day is being washed down into the sewers, and with it the threat of the Echoblim, we will end our session. We and, were joined and, like, today uh, can by... Can we say that, like, Bobador helped us jump even higher? Yeah. <laughs> I just carried them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I mean, if, if final thoughts, if you would like, but, uh, yeah, Balvatore, you know, you're, you're doing like kicks and punches, pushing it out a little farther. <laughs> uh, with that. And it looks like we have a, uh, a prisoner, yeah. right? Uh, oh yeah. You guys have also captured an Echo Blim, so you can definitely bring it back to the guild hall where they have, you know, not like a jail cell, but they have circles what? for holding things and stuff like that. Yeah. What's his name or her name or its name? Uh, it is, uh, not going to tell you, but, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, it's okay. not happy to be taken prisoner in Europe when you're like, Hey, what's your name? He's like, no, you are not worthy enough to release me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and with this struggling bug, we will end our session. Uh, we were joined by Balpator. Hey everyone, that was fun. Party! Stella? Oh my god, so much happened tonight, and I am so glad I'm not sober right now. But these these guys are kind of uh, like, um, kind of like <laughs> arm hugs both of them, or tries to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you give him a big hug. You see Lenny's eating a snow cone out of the ice in the back. 
Uh, and seven. We really need to get an ecologist on this team. (laughs) Thanks, guys. See you next week. Bye. Farewell. Do you like techno? The sound of the outrageous underground parties in Berlin. If the answer is yes, you definitely have to check the Coke Beats weekly music selections. Every Saturday, 6 p.m. UK time, on all streaming platforms. CookBeat.com. Enjoy. ¿Te gustan las historias eróticas en español? Pues nosotros publicamos todas las semanas una nueva historia. Escúchanos en cualquier plataforma de podcast. También comparte con nosotros en nuestro propio grupo de Facebook. Búscanos y comparte todas nuestras historias explícitas. Somos Historias Eróticas, el podcast.